Hi, Chatters. Welcome to another episode of Chats with My Daughter. I'm Kathy, and this is my daughter. Ella. How are you today, Ella? I am pretty good. I have had, like, a very busy weekend. You have. And school is, like, coming so close to an end. Like, eight more days left. I know. And the last three are, like, half-day nothing days. So you can do this. Some people are like, I'm not even going. It's so dumb. The last three days. Yeah. yeah I, I, I don't love that you guys have to go back the day after Memorial mm-hmm. Day and then go... Like, why can't they just end it and then have Memorial Day and, like, have it be summer? I don't know. I'm not in charge of those three half days are just pushing it. Maybe I need to join the school board. Yeah. We should protest. I do. I'm I'm (laughs) protesting. But we can do this. We can do this. Um, We had some great feedback last week for our mental health issue. Issue? Episode. Episode. And so I'm proud of us for doing that, and other people feel pretty proud of us, too. Yay! Yay! Um, I did want to mention, probably because my phone has been listening to everything I say, I got an advertisement for a website called onoursleeves.org, and it is the Movement for Children's Mental Health. So, of course, I clicked on it because I was like, yeah, I love children's mental health. And it had this neat little thing of, like, questions for talking about feelings, coping strategies, Mm. and mental wellness. Um, Like, what made you proud today? How were you brave today? Like, you know, things when you pick up your kid from school. Because I think sometimes we all fall in the habit of, how was school? And then we get good. And then the question dies. Or the conversation drives. What? I thought it would go on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go on your phone. Um, and then there's other questions just to create the habit of talking. So, like, what did, you, what do you think is your first memory? If you could live somewhere for a year, where would you live? Mm-hmm. So, I'm gonna. We've also like had little convert um, dinner conversation cards. Before. We do have dinner conversation cards. Those are pretty fun too. Mm-hmm. It yeah, especially when like guests are over. I think that kind of stuff yeah. can be fun because some of the stuff we know about each other. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. So moving along, today's topic is, do you know what it is? Anagrams. Yep, Enneagrams. Oh, <laughs> Enneagrams. Yeah. I thought I, you said anagrams before. If I did, I misspoke, because anagrams aren't those words that are, oh yeah, that you can take another word out of it, kind of a word puzzle or something. My brain is all mush right now. Well, this is Enneagram, which is the E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M-E. Okay, it's basically <laughs> like a little quiz. So we like mm-hmm. took like this quiz online. Yes. And it like kind of like I don't know like diagnosis is the right word, but like sorts you into like a group. Right. It's per- personality test. Yeah, and it yeah. explains like some of your personality. Yeah. And and um we did this test. There's like a million of them and truthfully I don't know if it's the same test on every website. Yeah. Or if this was just a website that had the test, um, or they make up their own or whatever. I don't know. But we went to yourenneagramcoach.com, and I believe their hope is that once you take their test, you'll sign up for like a life coach, <laughs> like kind of like a therapist, yeah. to help you talk through your personality. But um, we didn't do that part. We just no. sort of took, the, took test. the test because it was a curious thing what did you think of the test first and foremost okay so i know you have other thoughts mm-hmm. but i feel like it was pretty accurate mm-hmm. and i mean like i did read like a whole article thing on how like most of the like quizzes that you'll take online mm-hmm. will just basically ask you questions 
and you basically give them an answer, and then they just tell you what you told them. What so is, it's, what it's kind of like, it's stuff that you already know about yourself. Okay. So they're kind of just like telling you what you told them. Okay. So I feel like it's really accurate, but it's kind of just because you're literally like, they're asking you questions, and you're just giving them the answer, and they just be like, you answered this to this. Are you talking about like magazine question quiz quizzes and stuff? Yeah, or and, you talking- and like this. Oh, you felt like this was that yeah. way too. Oh, okay. I felt like it would be like, are you anxious that your parent is gonna like die when you're gone? And I would be like, yes, a little. And then they would be like, you're a little bit anxious that your parent is gonna <laughs> die while you're gone. And oh. It's like, like I feel like it's kind of telling you what you tell them. So oh. I don't know if it's very helpful, but it's accurate. Okay. If that makes any sense. I yeah, yeah. I I guess. I didn't notice it being that specific. Yeah, it was very specific for me. I really felt like it was actually kind of vague. Like it would say, do you relate to these personality types? Friendly, kind, helpful, strong. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so even if I don't particularly feel strong, I feel the other yeah, things. Yeah, actually some so of them I'm... were like that. But some of them were like specific scenarios and I would be like, yeah, I guess, and there'd be like your core fear is that scenario that you said yes to. When you took it, because I took it for like my age mm-hmm. group, and you probably took it for like a preteen yeah. age group, um, was there like agree, strongly agree, disagree, strong? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, that's how mine was too. Yeah. So interesting. Um, yeah, I, I just thought it was a little vague. It felt also, remember when we took the test to see what our love language is? Yeah. And I was kind of like, I like all the love languages. Uh-huh. That's a little bit how this turned out for me, too. Yeah. We'll, we'll go this over. actually really worked. I feel like it's, like, really accurate. I don't you know felt why. like it was really accurate for you? And I felt like it was a little bit similar to astrology. You know how people say, like, oh, I'm yeah. a Taurus, so I'm stubborn. <laughs> and, like, I think everyone in some point is stubborn. Yeah. So I don't necessarily, I'm sorry, I know I'm coming off very skeptical here. I don't necessarily believe in astrology. I don't know. I think it's cool. I think it's cool to be like, hey, I'm a Capricorn. I'm a Capricorn. Um, I'm this, this, and this. But I don't know. I always think it's a little vague. And yeah. there's always something you can pluck out of there and be like, yeah, that's that's me. The rest <laughs> of it, maybe not. But that that's me, you know. <laughs> um, so I did a little research before we go over our results because I wanted to know more about the Enneagram mm-hmm. test. Um, it has been dismissed as pseudoscience. Do you know what pseudoscience is? Mm-hmm. Like fake science, kind of? Mm-hmm. Like um, difficult to validate, too vague, and mm-hmm. too malleable. So that's kind of how I feel about it. Sorry, not sorry. Um, it's a model of human psyche, of personality types. And so... Um, Business management will use it. Counselors will use it. People in, like, the spiritual world will use it to kind of help um, with interpersonal dynamics. That part I get because I have heard, like, for instance, someone who runs a business. If they give everyone who works with an Enneagram test and they realize, okay, this person doesn't do well if they are hurried. Yeah. I will, like make an appointment with them and talk to them later. You know, this person does well when they have, when they multitask. I get that. You should learn to relate to different people differently. I mean, even as a mom, I have to relate to you differently than to your brother. Yeah. You know? So I think that has some validity. Validity. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's also the Enneagram test has been 
more and more popular with millennials, which mm. is the generation just above you, along with astrology, which is what I was just talking about. Um, and you can also use the Enneagram test to help with your own relationships, like parenting or your spouse. Yeah. Um, I actually asked your dad to take the test, and he said, maybe. <laughs> but I was curious what it would say, you know, do we relate well to each other? Mm -hmm. So anyway, there are nine personality types. You took the test. What number did you get? Okay, so I got, like, it was really interesting. I got type six. Type six. What but does that it, mean? It also, well, well, wait one second. Oh. And then it also said that I have, like, a tiny bit of type nine. Mm -hmm. So I have, like, a mix of both, I guess. Okay. So, like, a little summary that they gave of type six is that, um, like, we stand out for dependability. Okay. So, like, we're very, like, dependent and we have... Wait, dependent or dependable? Dependability. I don't know what that means. But <laughs> <laughs> I guess I was just trying to guess. And then, like, good at solving stuff. Okay. Like problem-solving skills. Yeah, I, would, I do see that in you. And, like, they have a desire to reduce the risk and ensure safety for themselves and others. Mm -hmm. Which I just feel like it's true. Like, if I can do anything that will, like, not... Put me like that will keep me safe and will not expose me at all. I feel like I'll just like protect myself, or I'll be like, no, I'll just stay here. You kind of are a safety yeah. girl, cautious. And then it cautious. says they're like insightful and their minds are like really realistic. Like they aren't. They're like pretty skeptical about things, and they're just like set on something. So you do you feel like you're skeptical? Well, no, no. But like when people tell me stuff, sometimes I feel like I'm kind of like. Like, if they're like, don't worry, it'll be fine. I'm like, hmm. Oh. Are you sure? Like, I'm, like, more of a real... I feel like I'm more realistic about things. Like, this is how I feel like it would actually go. Okay. And they have the ability to examine things from multiple, like, point of views and angles. I think that goes along with your <laughs> empathy. Yeah. And then they're, like, good team players who value community, easily identify with others, and... They, like, long to champion the underdog. Oh, that's true about what you, What does that mean? Uh, the underdog is the person who... Oh, yeah, like, a, you help the, like, help the person that's, like, not... Doesn't really fit in. Yeah, the underdog would be the person who's not expected to be the winner or expected mm -hmm. to be the lead or whatever. Yeah. And it says... I thought this was interesting. They mostly reflect the faith... The faithfulness and courage of God. Hmm. So, Yeah. Yeah, because I think a lot of, like I said before, the Enneagram stuff can relate to, like, mm -hmm. spirituality. Yeah. Did you happen to find out what other numbers you get along with, out of curiosity? No. Mm. Does yours say? I looked it up because I was curious. I was curious. So I am a seven, hmm. which, that sounds like a two. Did you toot? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> which um, means I'm an entertaining optimist. Hmm. Do you know what optimist is? Like who looks for the bright side? Yeah. I feel like that is kind of you. That is kind of me. And I do feel like I'm kind of the entertainer. Yeah. I know. I feel like these are accurate. I don't know what you have against them. I don't. It's not that I have against it. I just do feel like they throw so many words at you that you're bound to be like, yes, to at least some of them. I don't know. I feel like it's like specific though. So yeah, that's funny. I think it's vague. Get specific. Okay. It said I'm playful, excitable, versatile, scattered. So I think that's very interesting. <laughs> that says I'm scattered. Um, an escapist. And I was like, what does that mean? I'm an escapist. 
Well, it says you escape all pain and anxiety, which also made me go, what? So supposedly, you know, being this seven mm -hmm. means that you don't like to feel painful feelings. Mm -hmm. But again, do most people like to feel painful feelings? I don't know. So instead Emo. of... <laughs> True. But then, yeah. I mean, yeah, I wonder what an emo person would score. <laughs> but so basically it's saying instead of wallowing in your mm -hmm. pain and anxiety, you try to keep busy. But I think that's you. Like all those words, I feel like maybe you can't see it because like you're just like thinking of yourself. But like when I think of you from my point of view, I like, I feel like you try to cover up things by just being like this entertaining, like happy person. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, it's good, but also sometimes, like, when you need to say something, it's hard. Because you just want to, like, be the happy entertainer or, like, be the fun person at a party, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that is you. Yeah. Yeah, I do. But is there anyone who's going to read this and be like, no, I'm not versatile. I'm not playful. Do you yeah. think? Really? Okay. Okay. Maybe I'm just being way too skeptical. Um, so... The, it's called the sevens are enthusiastic and charismatic and fun-loving with a broad range of interests which is mm -hmm. kind of me i guess i don't know um <laughs> and motivation for a fear is being trapped in emotional pain so like we mm -hmm. talked about and then the fear of missing out which you do have. I will cop to. I do get the fear of missing out, like... FOMO. FOMO, yeah. just the, Or the fear of, like, oh, why wasn't I invited, even if I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> or you'll be like, look at those people on Facebook. Or look at this advertisement for a Disney planning vacation. <laughs> well, I do love, like, putting tons of things on my bucket list. And that is a seventh fear thing. Fear of You're right, you're right. Um, core desire is being happy and satisfied and content and core weakness is gluttony. When I first read that, I was like, what? Because gluttony in my mind means overeating. Mm -hmm. But this said you're like insatiable, meaning it's hard to satisfy you with experiences. Mm -hmm. You want more and more experiences. I also would agree that's a little yeah. bit true. Like we come home from vacation and I immediately want to start talking about the next yeah. vacation. <laughs> so, I mean... I don't want to be like a Debbie Downer. It's mm -hmm. it's not wrong. It just makes me wonder how yeah. how many people are, would read this and be like, no, not me. <laughs> or if you're just sort of picking at the words that you liked, you know. Yeah. Um, it also said that one of the problems for sevens is um, idealism. So basically things being ideal, things yeah. being perfect. And then when they're not, you're kind of disappointed. I, mm -hmm. I would say that's me, but I would say that's so many people I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you're like, oh, it's going to be so great. We're going to take the kids to Disney World. And then the kids beg you for <laughs> a million things. And you're like, this was miserable. Yeah. I'm so bummed or whatever. But that's everyone, isn't it? I guess, yes. Um, and so I also did. Mine might be more accurate than yours. You think? Yeah. Maybe it's the kids the kids group because I took the kids test. Yeah, no, maybe. Um, it said, uh, I thought this was interesting too. Kind of like you said you had a top two. Mm -hmm. What was your second? Um, I got like an 80, yeah, an 80, okay, so I got 83% 
type 6, and then, like, uh-huh. 80 type 9. Okay, so, okay, see? Which is, okay, so actually, 83 is, or, um, type 6 is, like, called the loyal guardian. Okay. And type 9 is called the peaceful meditator, or you, mediator. Yeah, that means me, a mediator. Is you don't want, like, fighting and stuff. Right. That is me. That is you. Um... So my number one at 71% is the entertaining optimist that we're talking about. And the number two at 69%, which is pretty close to 71, um, is the type three, which is the successful achiever. Hmm. That to me is like a type A personality, which I have accused myself of being a little type A. I do like to do things certain ways and Mm -hmm. get things done and be successful, but how can I be 71% this, 69% this, also 69% type 8, which is the protective challenger? I mean, this is where I'm getting like, come on. Maybe you weren't giving the most clearest answers. Maybe they weren't the clearest questions. Okay, well, can I say mine? 60% type 2. I mean, I'm everything, basically. I want to see my core motivations. I never said my core. Oh, okay. Tell me your core motivations. Okay, so, and these are like all, like, I don't know. It's like... I see, like, both of our sides. I see, like, it could be fake, but it's also, like, this is, like, literally me. Okay. Like, I'm not just being, like, oh, yeah, I guess I am a little. Like, this is me. Tell me. <laughs> so, my core fear is, like, being without support or, like, security or guidance. And, like, I don't like being blamed or targeted for things and, like, physically, like, abandoned. Yeah. And then my core desire is literally, like, my fear having security, guidance, mm-hmm. and support. And my core weakness is anxiety because it says that I'm, like, scanning the horizon of life and just, like, trying to predict and prevent negative outcomes. So, like, I'm remaining from, like, the worst possible case scenario. You do do that. Yeah. (laughs) I will say you do that because if I say, let's go to the beach, you will say, what if it rains? (laughs) And I'll be like, well, what if it doesn't? Yeah. (laughs) Like, (laughs) huh. And then this is my core longing is, like, just for someone – well, oh, it's not. It's more than this, but it has in like yeah. parentheses. Uh-huh. You are safe. So you want you to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. And then my key motivations are like security and certainty, and my key objections are to like not be pressured to do something or to like force to be ex- or to force to be accept new ideas quickly oh you don't like change (laughs) but see okay ella here's the thing if someone told me that you don't like change i'd be like yeah i don't like change what i would agree to that like if someone was reading that and saying it was about me i would probably like yeah you're right i don't like change you're right i do want to feel safe i'm just (laughs) so skeptical sorry you're like well if i didn't this i would be like no. Oh, are you sure? Well, if they asked me that, I'd be like, yeah. <sighs> okay, and then type nine. Mm-hmm. Core fear is conflict, tension, or feeling shut out and overlooked. Mm-hmm. Um, their, their that is kind of you. Their core desire is having, like, inner stability and peace of mind. Their core weakness is sloth, which is remaining in an unrealistic and idealistic world in order to keep peace. And... I don't want to be, like, disturbed by any anger or, like, sadness. And my core longing is your presence matters. So you want time. Yeah. Quality time. Um, I I just, I don't know. I just feel like it's really accurate. And, like, 
it was more for I feel like that was more accurate because like this I got 80 and like 80 and then the rest are like 60 and 70. Mine are all well I guess yours are all in the 60s. Yeah my top two are 71 and 69 and the rest are like in the 60s. I find it very interesting though that you're a a six and a nine. Mm -hmm. Those are my lowest too. (laughs) But do you get along with them? Well, so I looked up Love Match. I didn't know what mm-hmm. else to look up for a seven because... Um, he, Dad should take it. <laughs> I know. I totally want Dad to take it. And my Love Matches are one, which is the moral perfectionist. Type one? Type one. Mm-hmm. Type four, which is the romantic individualist. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's Dad. I love him, but no. I don't think he's the romantic Type 5, which is the investigative thinker, and type 9, which you already pointed out, is the peaceful mediator. So That might be Dad. He might be a peaceful mediator, yeah. actually. That wouldn't shock me. Type yeah. 9, and that's what I am. And I'm well, like you're, a... you're really type 6, though. Well, type 6, but I have some of type 9, which could yes. be from Dad. So what I read is that your top two are called, like, your, your Enneagram and its wing. So... My Enneagram is a seven, and my wing is a three. Hmm. The successful achiever. But do you get so you do get along with nine, right? Yes. Yay! But apparently, I don't get along with six. So bye. <laughs> <laughs> and you know who else I'd like to see take this is my sister because I always say you're like my sister. You should just like we're gonna force them to take it. Yeah. And then we're gonna like tell you guys the results. Mm-hmm. And if any of our listeners Wanna want take to it? take it, we'd love to hear your yeah, results. You guys yeah. should take the quiz and like tell us what you got. Yeah, go to yourenneagramcoach.com. It's not that. And comment on our Instagram and tell us. Yeah, totally do that because I am fascinated. Don't get me wrong. I find the whole thing fascinating. I'm just a little Skept- bit skeptical. You're not a little. You're so skeptical. <laughs> what? I, you just believe it's hardcore? Yes. And then what do you think you can change Enneagram numbers or that's your number for your life? I think, well, I don't know if it can change. And and if this, if if dad were to take this and then it turns out he's not a one, four, five, or nine, should we get divorced? I mean, <laughs> come on. Okay, don't live by it, but I feel like it's accurate. But mine is kind of like depressing because mine just like brings out my inner like anxiety <laughs> it's like <laughs> but you see, scan every situation that's a reason also why you probably shouldn't like focus too much yeah. on your enneagram any label i think can be a little harmful yeah a little bit because if you make it your personality you're missing out on so many things and and that's another thing when i feel like what, sorry I well no that's okay i was just gonna say like i strive all the time to buck my inner reflexes. Mm -hmm. I just was talking about this with my sister. Like, I will admit, one of my, like, reflexes when I'm upset with someone is to give them the silent treatment. Like, Mm -hmm. that's just sort of my nature. Just like, fine, I'm not going to talk to them. I'm shutting them out. No. But I have to strive to be like, no, 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 no. You don't want to treat that person that way. Take a deep breath. Try to talk to them about it. And so I work hard to not be who maybe I really am, if that makes any sense. Um, And, like, I also feel like Enneagrams, even though if they're, like, not the most accurate, even if it, like, resembles a little part of you, like, you can use that part and, like, work on it and try to be better at it. Yeah. No, you're right. Take it again and see if you get a different part. That is true. You know what I was just reading? I was reading an article that said, do you know what superlatives are? No. (laughs) Don't roll your eyes. Um, They're, like... 
most like in the yearbook they'll say most likely to oh be, yeah do you have those in your yearbook in middle school yeah. is that more? you do oh i gotta see them they don't know any of them oh but interesting so I, I know it's more of like a high school thing, like most likely to be president of the United yeah. States, most likely to be an actress, most likely to, you know, fall asleep or whatever. Um, there's a school in California that their yearbook put, and I think it got in before like authorities noticed, mm-hmm. um, most likely to be canceled. Uh, and so whoever got that, it was in the yearbook, everyone was like appalled, and then they were just trying to get rid of those because... Uh. You know, it's if you're labeled something like that, it can be really hurtful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then there's like this little debate in the article I'm reading is, are superlatives harmful or not harmful? And I think it lies somewhere in the middle if you keep them fun. Yeah, if you keep them fun, like most likely to be famous, yeah. most likely to win the lottery, or like most likely to like fall asleep in class. Yeah, maybe. yeah. I agree, most likely to be canceled is a little hurtful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, anyway, this was interesting. I am not going to start <laughs> investing in Enneagrams. Hey, FBI, open up. <laughs> this is Kathy, and I'm here to shut down your Enneagram business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also not going to shut down any businesses. I'm just saying. It was fun. It was interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Picking on them the whole time. <laughs> not picking! Sorry. I'm too. I'm too scientific. That's the problem. What Enneagram number is too scientific? That's me. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I guess we're wrapping this up. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and that's it. Oh, maybe Snapchat. Sorry for the abrupt ending. My birthday is in two months. (laughs) (laughs) Snapchat. Um, And then you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen. I love you. Love you. Bye. (laughs) Bye.